eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning, campers. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, the shortest show on WFAN. But I say the best program, and um, because you can't get sick of it, it's only like 12 minutes long. Oh, hi. I'm Al. Jerry is in Hershey Park, I believe. CeeLo joins me. Hi, CeeLo. Good morning, Al. Hershey Park is correct, yes. Hershey Park sounds like my nightmare. I would never, you know, no offense to Hershey Park. It's packed. People love to go there. Or the Recos. Or chocolate in general. (laughs) I'm not going there. I understand. Well, you don't have children, so. It's packed with people. Yesterday, right before the... This program started. Jerry was at that computer you're at, and he said, I'm looking at the rides I will not be going on yeah. at Hershey Park. I don't think he was really looking forward to the Hershey Park aspect of it, more so the relaxing by the pool and the baseball right. tournament side. He said he's in for any ride that doesn't go upside down. Okay. That's fair, I suppose. I don't like an upside down ride either, because every once in a while, like once a summer, you'll hear, like at Great Adventure, they had to send like the fireman's ladder up where people were hung upside down on, you know, grease to lightning or whatever they and call stuck. it. And stuck. I suppose that's better than it just opening and you falling out, That's though, true. Right? You know? Absolutely. So you don't it. really strike me as a ride guy at no, all. No, not a ride guy. Not a great adventure, <laughs> no. roller coaster. Nope. No. Nothing. Disney, nothing of the sort. No. How about a nice log flume? Uh, I'll do a log flume. Log flume? Because I feel like R- I got to do something. Little rapids. And I'll do any of those rides like they have uh, at the Orlando theme parks where you're... It's hydraulics. You're not really moving. The screen around you is moving, and yes. it feels like, oh, I'm in the, yeah, motion simulators. Oh, I'm in the uh, DeLorean of Back to the Future. Yeah. That I'm interested. That's in. a good one. They yeah. have, um, they have what's called um, Soren at Disney. Soren, where you again are just kind of. It seems yeah. like you're flying through the earth and all that these like. great places. And also, they have the Avatar ride now at Disney, which was outstanding. I was just there in February. Similar type situation. And I get all like cocky when people. There are certain people that can't do those rides because of the motion. I'll be like, these losers. Look at me on this ride like a man. Yeah, you'd be screaming like a girl if you I'm put a you man. on one of those roller coasters, right? I guess so. Yeah. This Yankee game uh, last night, CeeLo, 
I have uh, I predict the Yankees win big tonight just because that's how baseball is. Okay. Right? They got killed yesterday. What was it? 19-3? 19 to 3. So tonight you can lock up a Yankee victory. This is similar to your all doubleheaders or split theory yes, in, the, in that category. Yeah. If a team gets absolutely crushed one mm-hmm. night where records are breaking because they've given up so many runs, they come back and win big the next night. All right. Well, the offense is going to need to put some runs up because James Paxton is, I'm not confident of what the, the, the way the starting pitching has been going for the Yankees lately and the way he gives up home runs in the first inning. Yeah. I don't feel very optimistic going into tonight's game. That's the call I'll be screening all day today, by the way. Yeah. We got to get Cashman's got to <laughs> get another starter. It, more than one. Go Multiple starters. And get Bumgarner. Yeah. Get rid of these guys. Yeah. No, we need Bumgarner and Verlander. Get them here. <laughs> Come on. And by the way, if I was Tanaka, I'd be ticked off at Aaron Boone. Yeah. Get well, they, me out of there. I know. My, they were... my ERA is now going to be ridiculous. Yeah, it went from, like I think, high threes to 4-7-1. He gave up 12 runs. Yes, he did. Listen, obviously, I would have been like, in the first inning, waving, uh, Aaron, not my night. He couldn't get an out. <laughs> Come get me out of here. Yeah. I think what happened was Stephen Tarpley, who they recalled, wasn't at the ballpark at the start of the game. So they kind of had to, they didn't, they've been, you know, their bullpen is shot from the twin series because there were so many runs scored there. I think it was like, well, you're just going to have to take it on the chin for a couple innings yeah. until this guy shows up. They run Tarpley out there. He got his butt kicked, and now they send him right back to Scranton. Thanks for the couple innings. We'll see you in a week. Yeah. Let's take I, it easy. I also don't mind. I forget who, which position player was pitching last. Austin Romine. Austin Romine, yeah. I don't mind that either because it's like we've given the game. We're not winning this yeah. game. There's 160, 162 games in the season. We're This one, we've, we've given up this one. We've lost it. Why am I wasting pitchers, like you say? Yeah. Or jacking up um, ERAs on guys like Tanaka. Let me, and by the way, in the position when Roman was pitching, it looked like it was the home run derby, the way they he was just grooving balls in there. Now, the opposite was true in the wee hours of the, about an hour and a half ago yeah. out in Anaheim. The Orioles and the Angels finished up in the 16th inning. 16 innings? The Orioles used a position player to close that game Is out. Is that right? He got a 1-2-3 save. No, not the first ever. Fliegelman was the first by a position player since 1969. Right. There's uh, no first evers ever in baseball now. Baseball's right. been around forever. Well, the Red Sox, not a first ever, but scored the most runs ever against the Yankees in the 117 years of their rivalry last night. So you did have I that see. going. So that was a first. Yes. But All the point right. is the position player every now and then, if they take the right approach, instead of just trying to throw BP, throw a little Ephus pitch, a little knuckleball, right. and this Stevie Wilkerson for the Orioles got a 1-2-3 save in nice. the 16th inning at 4.27 a.m. If I was that guy, I'd walk right into the manager's office and be like, I think I could pitch. <laughs> I think well, I could pitch. It's in this the league. Orioles. He probably could do better <laughs> than some of the guys they throw out there. Give me a start. Yeah. Give me one start. Uh, the New York Giants camp opened yesterday. Now I see that um, uh, Sterling Shepard fractured his thumb. Instant injury. Yes. Is that be- like bad news for a long time? Uh, it sounds like questionable for Week One. Really? He will be evaluated on a week-to-week basis. Oh man. Yeah. So if you have him in fantasy. You're not sure about that the guy's got to be like, he was probably like, oh, this is going to be awesome. No OBJ. Right. Who else? Just is got Eli? a contract extension. <laughs> yeah. Who else is he like throwing the football to? Well, Golden Tate's on the team now. Oh, right. I forgot yes. about him. Golden Tate and I, and now boom, smashed thumb. That's right. That's not what right. You want. Uh, not what you want. 
And did you like the Eli Manning comments when they ran him down and asked him about Odell Beckham? I did, yes. Junior. Well, NFL Network sit down. Kurt Warner was sitting next to him. Oh, is that right? And he gave you, Eli gave you a little edge. No. Oh. It's nice. You don't get that from him very often. I have the quote. What did he say about Odell Beckham Jr.? Quote, I won a few games before he was here. Yes. Well, the question Booyah. was about did you catch wind of Odell's comments that, you know, you were part of the reason things didn't work out. Yeah. So or, I'm sorry. That's not what it was. That he, I apologize. I'm putting words in, in Odell's mouth. Do not put words in his mouth. He was the reason that the Giants played on so many primetime games, even when they were not good oh, the last couple of years. Right. And Eli just said, hey, you just have to laugh at them. Now, he didn't directly right away say that I want a few. Kurt Warner kind of led him down that oh, path. Oh, is that right? Kurt was like, well, you got a couple of Super Bowl rings there. Right. Eli was like, yeah, I won a few games before, right. he, oh, before I see. he was here. It yes. looks much better in print. Of course. The, the, the like... one-line headline, just the isolated yeah. comment does look better. Yeah. And then I saw a lot of things on Twitter. People were quoting that. And there's a, a gif or something of Eli Manning dropping a towel. Like, you drop a microphone. Right. Like, boom. What was that now? Boom. No, a what? A gif. A gif. Jif? Jif. We still haven't figured that the out. The creators or have I confirmed haven't? it's Jif. Jif. Even though it's spelled GIF. like Gif. All right. Took me about a month and a half to get used to that, but now Fair it, enough. Is, it is regular uh, vocabulary for me. And uh, the Giants now are, everyone's wearing a t-shirt in camp that says uh, all ball. All ball. What does that even mean? Well, Pat Shermer, as you'll hear from Pat in a couple hours, says there's a lot of different ways it can be interpreted. It depends on how the who the player is and what they take from it. So it's it's a multi-layered meaning all, phrase, Al. All ball. All ball. Could that was, be we're worried about the football. You got to go after the ball. You got to catch the ball. You got to strip the ball. You got to intercept the ball. Or it's, hey, we're focused on all about football. All about the ball. No off-field distractions. Public relations man Pat Hanlon came up with that one. Yes, he did. So I guess that's the thing that they do every year. Remember, um, Tom Coughlin had burned the boats. Yeah, did he? That was on a that on was a t-shirt. A, burn the boats. I'm not sure about that t-shirt. One. That was a Tom Coughlin. Maybe Tom Coughlin didn't print t-shirts, but he had a saying every year at camp. And his burn the boats one was, you get to when you invade a place, right? You invade a place and you burn your boats, so that when for you to leave, you have to take their boats. Okay. So that's you're going in there with confidence. Did that happen to be the year after they lost in the playoffs mm. and Odell when they were on the boat and everything? No, or no, did no, he no, get no. Fired after that season. No, no, I forget now. Yeah, I believe that it's was all very blurry. That was a. Uh, uh, oh wait, that was McAdoo's first yeah, season. McAdoo. Okay, so no, that was not. That was no connection there. That was McAdoo do do. Uh, let's take a break here because I don't know how long the break is, and I don't <laughs> want to uh, over uh, get, uh, back myself up against the break. Oh, by the way, big program today. Uh, Joe Beningo. Filling in for Boomer. I'm surprised he hasn't stormed in yet. He already did a little hit with JJ. Yes, it's Gio and Joe with you on updates. Eddie's out. Right. Eddie, by the way, revealed yesterday that he eats an apple, core and all. Nothing is left. It vanishes in completion. And the stem. All right. Let's go to the break. We'll come back. I have another quality uh, story for you. And then uh, Gio and Joe up next. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Oh, yeah. Um, Right before the program, I saw Le'Veon Bell, uh, CeeLo. He wants the ball 500 times. I did the math on that. 
That's 31 times a game. Sounds good. <laughs> it's the WFAN Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.